Yo, what's up, Smoke? <laughs> Not shit. Sounds <sighs> like you're having a good time over there. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, you not... a... What's up? You got, an ice... you got an ice cold can of whoop ass ready? I do. I got a little mixed drink going on. Some Fanta, some vodka, you know. A little personal favorite. <laughs> well, I just opened up two cans of, uh, of... I wouldn't even call it whoop ass, honestly. It's uh, just some Deer Park sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, that, that's some whoop ass if you like some beers. Speaking uh, of deers, I know someone that would take some deers off your hands. <laughs> yeah, dude. So let's why don't we just talk about like what uh what we're about to dive into? And oh my god, it's uh it's interesting, but a clusterfuck at the same time. It's crazy, man. Everyone in the world is talking about it. I mean, it's it's literally all their anything anyone's talking about for like the past two weeks. You know, I actually just seen something yesterday that, you know, my boy Joe Exotic just got COVID, man. They had to put him in a special unit. No way. I'm serious, man. Look it up. <laughs> I just seen it yesterday. I got to preserve that. him at all costs. Because when he gets out in 20 years or however <laughs> long he got put in jail, whatever year that was, it's going to be it's gonna be crazy. Man. So... I think he's just following suit with Harvey Weinstein. I think he's just like, oh shit, Harvey Weinstein got COVID in jail and he got transferred to a a different one. So Joe Exotic was probably like, fuck yeah, I got COVID too. They probably (laughs) gave it to him on purpose just to get him out of there. Dude, he probably snorted a badass line of COVID-19. I wouldn't doubt it. He probably (laughs) fed COVID-19 to his tigers. Just you know, so conspiracy theory, right there. <laughs> it wasn't oh, a bat. It was uh, Joe Exotic's tigers that started COVID nineteen. I wouldn't doubt it, man. Well, shit, we got a lot to get into. So obviously, guys, what we're talking about is uh, Tiger King, the uh, Netflix exclusive. I don't know if it's exclusively on Netflix, but it's like Netflix special. I think it's like what six episodes. Today we're reviewing the first episode. It's actually seven. I want to correct you so no one else comments on it. Says, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank. I'd rather it be you than anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, it the it started out in. Oh my God! First of all, quick little synopsis of what it is. Um, Hopefully, you've watched this because obviously, all this is going to be spoiler alerts uh, if you haven't watched it. But basically, within like the first two minutes of the the episode, you see this uh, gun toting, drug smoking mullet wearing gay tiger fanatic aka joe exotic um who is the tiger king self-proclaimed tiger king um and basically this dude uh has cubs that he breeds and has like his own zoo in uh winewood uh winwood or whatever oklahoma called the gw zoo Mm -hmm. and what were your first impressions when when uh like the first like five minutes of watching this (laughs) Um, the first episode, honestly, I, I can say, I thought it didn't really draw me in. I mean, it, it had a good, like, plot to it, you know, and everything. I, I wanted to watch it because I wanted to see what everyone was talking about. I saw the memes and I didn't, I didn't understand it. But in my opinion, I didn't, I didn't think the first episode was good. I mean, it gave you a good, uh, you know, backstory that one, the one dude who was recording it. What's his name? Rick, I think. Yeah. Rick Kirkham. 
Rick, dude, speaking of that, uh, he was actually on the sports talk radio station in my town on Monday of this week, actually. Are you serious? Why didn't I'm, you see him? I'm, I'm, well, no, no, no. He was just on the radio. Like, they had him as a host. on the. He was a co-host on the show. They just asked him questions and everything about it. Um, I actually didn't listen to it, but I, I know it happened because I saw him uh, listen to the station all the time, and they were talking about it, and they were tweeting about it. Damn, dude, that's crazy. Why did he, like, what made him come to, uh, I mean, I guess he's probably touring to different, like. Well, they probably just had him on. He probably just, they probably just asked him some questions, you know, shit like that. He he probably wasn't physically in the studio. I think they just had him Uh, on the phone. I think that's what it was. I got you. Well, I'll tell you what. still, you know. My first impressions when looking at this dude, uh, he's got, like, what, like, eight gauge, uh. Yeah, what's up, Strictly? Strictly Bake in the house. What's up, guys? What up, what up? Chilling, getting into Tiger King. All those ear piercings he had. Yeah, I don't I don't know like sizes of gauges, but he had like like eight or nine fucking earrings, like these I don't know, stainless steel with like the balls and shit. His face looked like like a, a fucking leather wallet that's been left out on a beach for like 30 years that combined with crack smoking and meth. But one thing that, and obviously the fucking uh, bleach blonde uh, mullet, what was mullet, it? it was, yeah. <laughs> it was like, was it bleach blonde on top and then brown? Like, I think it was, it was bleached on top. It was brown underneath. <laughs> party in, uh, or business in the front, party in the party back. Party in the back. Bleach hey, on the top. It turned a straight dude gay, man. He did. Better uh, watch out. I think he turned multiple straight dudes gay. Because <laughs> he had I read that, I read online that it said that he was married before Travis and um Joe on the show, but they didn't. They didn't talk about that. I read that online, or I actually read it on Wikipedia. So I don't really know how true that is. To to a guy um, or to a girl? He was married to a guy before he got married to Joe and Travis. So he was in a, a he was in a relationship prior to them. Jesus Christ! I don't know how true that is. Like I said, it was on Wikipedia. You know, anyone can type mm. shit on there, so it's not really creditable. But um, I definitely saw it on there. So the uh, so his first husband, or not the one that you're talking about, but on the show, his first husband, his name was John Finkley. And, uh, uh, fucking this dude is missing like all of his front teeth. Um, what, from what I heard, I mentioned this before, uh, on an episode we did, uh, I heard from the Danish O'Neill podcast that the director like told him to not wear his dentures, I guess, to kind of set that, (laughs) yeah, to sell that shit. He's like, he actually like came out after it and said like, Hey, you know, like, they wanted me to like stay like this, you know, like they don't care about us. They just care about views and, you know, all that jazz. Yeah, his uh Joe Exotics handlebar mustache is pretty uh pretty crucial too, man. So that's kind of like how he physically looks. You can pretty much just imagine a, a 30-year-old, well, imagine like a 60-year-old leather wallet um with a handlebar mustache, uh bleach blonde mullet. <laughs> And he's got a gun on his hip at all times. <laughs> so he's smoking meth with a gun on him. Dude, I was confused though. Like he had all of his teeth and they were like 
not bad looking like, but you know, or at least it feels like he did something, right? Like he had to have done some sort of drug. Oh, he said that that's what he did. Oh, that he he liked meth? Yeah, I mean, they all liked meth, but um, Travis preferred, or he liked to smoke weed the most, but Mm -hmm. he said that um, meth was their drug of choice. Right, yeah. Which I don't know. I've never tried it, so I don't really know. Right. Or do I plan on doing that? You heard it here first, guys, so don't even try to peer pressure my boy Smoke Blunt into smoking You see me smoking meth, just... Don't let I don't me come know. back. <laughs> okay, well, the day that I see your RuneScape username change from Smoke Blunt to Smoke Meth. <laughs> I'm about to spend a bond right now. I'll do it. <laughs> no. Quit messing I'm... around. <laughs> <laughs> go fast or go home. <laughs> but yeah, man, this dude, I wish I could post uh, a picture. Um, Luke Mack and I were talking about doing um trying to set up the video element for the podcast tonight but i think i'm gonna try to wake up early tomorrow and work on that because i'm gonna try to get you know a little rest tonight but that would be really cool once we do have the video element up so we can uh you know see the desktop and we can show pictures and stuff like that yeah that'd be sweet you know and then you know broaden the audience because then we can actually start you know uploading those on youtube and everything and you know you could even like you know, I've had like the idea of like how I said we could do like maybe like a like game show type thing, like a you know RuneScape questionnaire with a couple people that you've had on the show. Hell yeah, dude! We could even do like a YouTube live thing where people could be in like you know how YouTube live has like the chat box. Yeah, That'd be that some cool true. stuff Something like that. Joe Exotic did that, you know, as you see in the first episode. Yeah, so he had a podcast. He had, uh, <laughs> like, just like Rogan and RuneScape, he had his own podcast. Although his his setup, though, looks pretty professional. With it the did. Video. He had a nice green screen. He had that nice Carol face in the jar. You know, he had the Carol blow-up doll. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get to who Carol is um, here in a minute. Because um, that's pretty much like the, like... The, one of the focus points on the series um and Fuck on this carol episode. baskin that's all i gotta say she <laughs> she did it she killed her husband <laughs> they don't dive in that to episode number two so you guys won't hear about that either <laughs> yeah they never officially said one way or another Allegedly. but like but uh you can pretty much tell just from the way that she talks and looks um i mean uh like i said I'll, <laughs> carol she baskin's about it you know, she's not as serious. You could tell she it's a laughing matter to her. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll get to that, though. I want to kind of go in order a little bit so I can uh, set up, you know, set it up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, basically, yeah, he fucking hates this bitch and uh, <laughs> and he takes it to a whole new level. But um, so, yeah, Joe was saying that he loves the attention uh, of being on stage with, you know, with these tigers or whatever. And love having people like envy the fact that I guess he had these animals. So it's like a like a power trip for these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, his park was called the Greater Winwood Tiger Park, GW, the Tiger Park for short. 
And this dude was a total salesman. Like he, uh, they had a gift shop and like, he was just doing some shameless self promo. Like when there was like this tour uh, group around, he was like, it's like, don't get too close to tigers. If you do, you might get pissed on. And if, if you get pissed on, we got t-shirts. <laughs> you, sure says you got pissed on by a tiger. Show Sean the elegant <laughs> white tiger king. I couldn't stop thinking about that at work today. You know, hey, and he's a country singer, you know, that's even crazier, which, you know, I heard that those weren't even his songs, allegedly. Yeah, Someone what? Else's. I might, I don't know if, I, if I'll get sued for editing it in, but his song's called, well, the song that he lip syncs to, allegedly, is, <laughs> is called I Saw a Tiger. <laughs> and it is so it's cringeworthy. Crazy. Look, you gotta look it up. You gotta listen to it. Yeah, I saw a tiger by Joe Exotic. Maybe I can play a clip later. I don't know. That's but, what um, you should start the show off with, that song. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, you know. He's in jail? I, it's fair. <laughs> yeah. What, is Carol going to sue you? <laughs> no, if anything, she'll probably pay for that. But I don't, I don't think she'll pay now that, uh, you know, we, uh, <laughs> like said, she allegedly yeah. killed her. <laughs> allegedly killed her husband. We're about to be getting sued. I don't, okay, I didn't. I'm not saying that she did kill her husband. I'm saying she looks like a bitch that would. They totally did. I mean, she <laughs> said she basically said the way to do it. Just the way in her face, the way she talks. But uh, what's the dude's? Um, oh man, what's the guy's name that had like the long hair? Eric. 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 Howie. Yeah, the guy that found on Craigslist. Yeah, so he he was like, to be honest with you, I was at the end of my rope, and I looked on Craigslist, and I saw a job for feeding tigers, and he was like, fuck it, I'll try it. I never did that before. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what he said. I ain't never done that before. (laughs) Can you imagine going on Craigslist looking for, like, I don't know, like, electrician or, like, a receptionist job, you know, waiting tables or something like that, and then you see tiger feeding? (laughs) Dude, that would be, like, crazy. I mean... I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's scary, but I mean, like, I mean, it's like what they were saying on, like, the whole show. It's like, when you get the experience of playing with, like, a baby tiger, like a cub, you know, like, a monkey or something like that, they're like, that's something you can't, like, you can't put a price on that. You know, there's that one dude who said that he was at the the park just on Saturday and it was on like Monday or oh something, you God. know, when they were filming it and it was like, it's like $200 <laughs> a person. What this a guy's cooper. going twice in one week. I mean, holy shit. Dude, that guy was cheesing so hard. He looked like such a soft, just doughboy of like made of pudding. Like, I mean, bless his heart. Like, you know, he loves these tigers, but dude, he was loving life, man. He didn't care. How, <laughs> dude, he said that you could have charged him however much you wanted to charge him. And he said that he would do it. <laughs> and it was like, what, already $300? Yeah, per- I mean, that's crazy. I mean, and that's probably per person, bro. And he was with his uh, assumingly <sighs> daughter and his wife. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that shit ain't cheap. And you know, they're only doing that for like an hour or two. That's not an all day affair. You know, they got they got tours. They got so many people that want to do that in one day. They got to get that shit over with right away. 
God. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking it's a cash cow, man. And that's what you learn through this episode. Um, once you start to watch it, if you haven't seen it before, is you start to realize it's like, okay, these people are like really in it for the money. Like it might have oh, started. Yeah, they I mean they, <laughs> they say that they like the animals, but they are one hundred percent I mean they're you know, they're they're breeding them, they're selling them, you know. Carol works for the big cat rescue. And she has her own little exhibit area herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't get that. She's trying to help the tigers in the wild, but yet she has her own park. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I mean, how is that not fishy? You know, and she's charging people and shit, you know? And she's like, she's got GoFundMe pages. She's got oh, all that yeah. bullshit. She's got people donating to her, you know, like Joe's getting leftover shit from Walmart. Like expired, you know, baloney feeding that to the tigers, and she's getting, you know, horses and cows and just everything just donated to her. I mean, that, I mean, that chick, she, yeah. she really knew how to like just get people to just like feel bad for her because it's like 100%. You got, you're, you're doing the same thing he's doing, you're making money as well. You're just, you know, maybe you're not selling the baby cubs, but I did see her at the. There's this picture going around with her and Britney Spears and Doc Antel at the Ooh. 2001 awards or some shit like that with that Britney Spears song with where they had the tigers in it. Oh yeah, Gosh. she's she's sitting right next to Britney Spears in the crowd, dude. I'll have to post it in the Discord for you so you can see it. Hell yeah, definitely do that. It's very peculiar so okay all right so we got uh we got john uh john was his uh oh no wait 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 john we uh john, john was the head head uh keeper the guy with the fake legs yeah the robo legs he, he this dude was missing both of his legs and one had like a, a evil looking clown art design on it <laughs> yeah like some icp type shit dude and you know what surprisingly he seemed like the most normal out of all of them dude he was cool man like you know i'm I'm gonna i don't want to i don't mean to jump ahead but when they're talking about the court case at the end you know i i was always i was curious you know why didn't he get interviewed on the trial how come you know everyone else did besides him he was the only worker i think that didn't go up there but maybe he didn't go up there because he was gonna be on joe's side and maybe you know government didn't want him to be on joe's side that's why he just said you know i'm not gonna do that that dude was about ready to take a bullet for joe literally and figuratively man i felt like he would have well there there's a part where um we'll get we'll get into that uh he probably would have sucked joe's dick too (laughs) allegedly i don't know but i mean if, if, if i had to guess so, all right, so if you don't think that this show is crazy enough as it is with the family of misfits that like, we've already introduced, you know, the uh, the gun-toting, meth-smoking, <laughs> handlebar mustache-wearing, uh, bleach-blonde, mullet, gay, tiger king, um, and his his first... You, you haven't met his second husband yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, the and second this, husband doesn't get introduced yet. And just get to meet John. We're primarily, uh, I guess, getting into episode one. But if you don't think that's crazy enough, and then the two, the dude missing both of his legs, then they introduce this girl named Saf, who's miss literally cuts to her, and she's like, 
has a nub like this crusty like i'm not trying to be offensive but literally they could have put chapstick on the nub or something because it yeah, was that <laughs> shit was ashy bro it was ashy as fuck bro and like, why, my question is is why was she in a junkyard you know like she? i don't i don't get that it's it looked like she was like in a junkyard or something when they were when they kept interviewing her i don't get that it didn't look like that was like at the uh. facility it didn't look like because you know People were at their house when they were getting interviewed throughout the documentary. You know, she was just straight up in the freaking. Wasn't it a trailer though? Like, I mean, not. No, I... she was in a junkyard, dude. Someone, the dude with the fake legs was in the in the trailer. Hmm. So yeah, she lost her. Um, they didn't they didn't talk about how yet. So I'm not gonna get into how exactly she lost her arm and got an ashy nub, but she had an ashy nub and. Uh, oh, this this was one thing after she talked a little bit that I found funny. If you guys remember, if you've watched it or if you haven't watched it, after they introduced Saf with the Ashy Nub, you'll remember this. That like one of the next scenes is Joe going around, like you know, talking about the park, and he uh, there's this like girl standing with her boyfriend, and Joe's like talking about how like awesome it is to be the Tiger King or whatever. Like, and uh, he like goes up to the girl with her with her boyfriend and like reaches over like in front of the girl to shake the guy's hand and the dude shakes his hand like real quick and then like immediately puts his like his arm around his girl and like brings her closer like <laughs> like you know you know, he, was, he was trying to swoop in dude <laughs> yeah he, he wasn't having any of that so I, I actually laughed at that um first and second time when i saw that shit but <laughs> Saf was saying that he records everything uh, in the park all day, um, and yeah, so he had the he had this podcast. Which uh, I wonder if we could, uh, I wonder if we could get in contact with any if anyone's <laughs> if there's. I wonder if we could have a swap cast with uh, Jeff, the other dude, or whatever. I wonder if we could do a swap cast, have him on Rogan Runescape, and if we can go on the Tiger King podcast, that'd be pretty sick. Dude, that would be that'd be cool. <laughs> I would be down. I mean, so, hey, if they could get the the one dude on the radio station by me, you know, oh, the director of the documentary, then, you know, Rick, Rick, Rick Kirkham. Kirkham, you know, if they could get him on the radio, I'm sure we could try to get him on the podcast, be like, yo, you know uh, who Joe Rogan is? Well, you know, we're a, <laughs> we're a sub-counterpart of that podcast, but we'd love to have you on. Yeah. So we, got a, we got a couple thousand fans, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully a couple thousand, but you know we're just guessing numbers out here. You know, it's like you know, uh, it's like yeah, we have we have a podcast. Uh, you ever heard of this this guy named Joe Rogan? It's like oh yeah yeah, you're you're on his podcast. Well, he's kind of on ours. You know, we uh, occasionally review his episodes, but primarily it's RuneScape. But yeah, we want to do a swapcast. <laughs> and we would totally love to just hear about like some of those stories. You know that that went on. I mean, you know, he was talking about. He had that that separate contract with with Joe where he could record everything for like his own little mini TV series, like a little Jersey Shore type gig, as long as he was recording the uh, the online show for Joe. So that's what he was brought there for. He was brought there to do the online podcast for Joe and help him out with that. But he just found that Rick found out how crazy Joe was and and everything and he's just like yo man i'm gonna turn this dude into like you know 
like a day by day series. And that's why he started doing that shit every day. He started recording them. And that's when you could tell he started to like change like his persona, like the type of person he was. Oh, Joe was loving it. Yeah. Rick oh, yeah. Kind of- like Rick gave him all those ideas, you know, like things to do, setting up shit, you know, just I felt like he was doing that for his own personal gain for his little documentary. Like he, he was basically his pawn. Joe was. He- yeah, and you they don't get into it in this first episode, so we try not to give away too many spoilers about the uh, the other episodes until we, I guess, get to those reviews. But you do find out in one of the episodes on Tiger King how uh, Rick Kirkham flips things around on Joe and kind of, like, punks him and, you know, shows yeah. him who's boss, sort of. But this is where Carol Baskins gets introduced um, after, you know... Rick Kirkham, it kind of comes on the episode and he starts talking about the podcast. Then Rick was like talking about how the entire podcast was like 99% of it was just shitting on Carol Baskins and like animal rights groups. Mm-hmm. And so Carol Baskins is this like lady who owns um, another, like she, okay, so she owns another zoo, but it's like, she calls it a sanctuary, like a big cat sanctuary. And what she says that separates the two is that, uh, uh, Joe like breeds cubs and Carol is like, so basically she says Joe is the, uh, the problem and Carol, she's like, we are the, uh, the help or whatever. Like we basically, the problem is people breeding cubs. And so we help them by taking these older cats and giving them a place to live until they die, which, mm-hmm. which, you know, okay. I, I get half of that is probably accurate. Like that's pro- probably a pretty accurate thing. Like I, you know, I agree that people should not be breeding cubs for like fucking tiger cubs to make money but at the same time this bitch is lying if you don't think that money is a part of it at all it's yeah i mean she was i mean she was she's rich i mean you know i don't want to talk about how she gets her money because they talk about that at the end the episode the second episode is all about carol but i mean she wasn't even rich until you know she met her husband who she allegedly killed. So, I mean, it's not like she could have done any of this without her husband. So basically her life was nothing until she met her husband. And then that's when she decided she wanted to, to do the, the animal rescue was when she had all this money and power and control and can actually make a difference, you know, but she did talk about her love of cats and everything growing yeah. up prior to meeting, to, to meeting Don, uh, her husband that goes missing. That's never yeah. found still to this day. Yeah, you'll you will hear more about that in uh in like some later uh Tiger King review episodes that, that we'll do. Um because they get into that. I don't think they go too deep into it, but yeah, you're you're exactly right. That's where uh she gets her money and that money is the leverage that she has over Joe. But um Carol Baskin's like she like I'm not like trying to be ugly. You know, but she literally, her eyes, she looks like fucking sloth from the Goonies. Her eyes are pushed into her head, bro. Bro, they're like pushed in and also they're further apart than Ohio and Virginia are. Like (laughs) her eyes are farther apart than our our two states. And I don't know if you notice and if, you know, if you guys haven't watched this, the documentary and you're going to watch it, you know, please look for this. But every time she speaks, she doesn't look at the fucking camera. You could tell she's just like looking through the dude or or looking past the camera. Like she's just not giving it. She's not looking at it. So that's how I could just tell that Mm -hmm. she doesn't care about anything. She's lying. 
you know, she she doesn't really, you know, she can't really say that she's telling the truth because she's not even looking at you and she's saying it to you. What about her fucking crazy laugh, dude? I can't even do it, but that's like that was like one of the big indicators. Like ding, ding, ding. Okay, this... it sounds fake too. You know, she has the laugh that would make someone think, okay, this person is a crazy cat lady that definitely killed someone allegedly. <laughs> like the, her laugh itself is what says that. <laughs> it's just it's weird. I can't even do it. It's like <laughs> it's like, like a cackle, man. It sounds like it's almost yeah. like fake. It sounds like she's like trying to make herself laugh. And she has this really weird, soft way of speaking, like you said, of making people feel bad for her. She's like, good yeah, morning, she, big cat just... people. Today, we have saved. Or she's like, uh, Freddy has eaten some of his his turkey. Like, it's just hey, it's all a... you cool cats and tigers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she Carol says. Carol here. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and tigers. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, if this girl isn't faking it i don't know what is i mean if this girl loved cats so much why is she just not buying them to re-release them into the wild wouldn't you want them to live out the rest of their life in their natural habitat yeah you, you know like, you, where they can actually learn what they were supposed to do like i mean it sucks that they're missing out on it the rest of their life but at least they'll know like what their purpose was yeah you, know? you you brought that point up um and that's a really good point like why does she not like take all this money into a and instead of like having a petting zoo with these you know ones in uh, cages why not like i don't know fucking have just a couple acres of land with a fence i mean don't they do that for deer don't they have like mm-hmm. places where you could go that are like fenced in like but it's like huge acres like why can't you do the same thing with these tigers and just make it like tall and just don't go in there just fucking put deer in there and shit like that yeah just like like how they do like i guess big game hunting but just don't let have anyone hunt them. Just have like a big ass like hundred acre area, and just release animals in there to feed them, and that's it. You know, just take, just treat them better than how they would have like treated in like the wild. You know, because you don't know how they're if they're like you know at the zoo or some shit. They may not be able to adapt to like the living of like living out in nature. You know, like they may not be as tough as some of the other cats out there because you know they've necessarily they haven't had to fight for their food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at least she could just give them a, a better life, you know, rather than she still locks them up. And, you know, they show her zoo. It it doesn't look like it's it's kept well. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like shit. Grass yeah, is just... tall. Like, at least Doc Antel, which is someone that we'll, we'll talk about. He's one of the other third. Uh, he's the third person that has a zoo. His place is immaculate. It's like the mm-hmm. most beautiful looking place. You know, I mean, it's. Grass is nice, you know, he's got trees everywhere. It's located in South Carolina, so the weather's nice, you know, it's it's great land, location, everything like that. Joe's Dude. is, you know, kept a little bit nicer, but Carol's is definitely it looks like it's maintained like the worst. There's something about the way that Carol walks that like the way she holds her arms, it reminds me of Roger, the alien from American Dad. Like, <laughs> like if you go back and just like see the way she, she like walks away from the camera and stuff like this with this fake ass smile, they got like, like the same eyes, dude. <laughs> that too, man. And she, dude, so her husband calls her the Mother Teresa of cats. Like, yeah, I think my wife is the Mother Teresa of cats. Which, by the way, what a goober! Like her, her new husband. Like, like you'll see some of the crazy. The oh, goofy, he's cocked. 
Yeah, dude, he is a he's the definition of a cuckold. Dude, I him. went on the website after I watched the entire documentary series because I wanted to actually like see if Carol actually posted those videos and you know everything like that. And Howard is the one that has all the videos posted on there, and they actually have like a lot of things on there right now talking about how they're suing the people like Netflix who made the documentary mm. because they falsified so much information and they basically are like they're having people believe that carol killed her husband which was not supposed to be one of the things coming from the documentary you know like they took that and ran with that yeah you know and so they're suing them right now so i mean that just tells you what type of person that you know she is yeah i mean fucking money hungry dude like i mean i she get can't it can't even face it like she's got howard saying it you know what i'm saying like she can't even be like hey you know you guys are falsely accusing me like none of that shit she's just she's just hiding man hiding behind the camera and riding that fucking bike fucking w- wicked witch of the uh east, east. <laughs> but uh so yeah she's got a whole closet filled with a cat print clothes we got about like about eleven minutes left, so I'm gonna try to run through some of these things. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so John Finkley, uh, Joe's first husband, said that he met Joe Exotic when he was one year out of high school. And fast forward to now, and he's missing all of his teeth. Um, they were talking about you know hella meth, and uh, you know uh, his his sexuality, which they'll get into at later episodes, but. Going back to Joe Exotic's sexuality, um, at the age of 13, he said he knew he was gay and that his father made him shake his hand in front of his mom and promised that he wouldn't come to his dad's funeral. <laughs> yes, I do remember that part. Which is pretty, not only is that pretty rough, but that's kind of just like, a, that's a really weird thing for like, I mean, like, I'm okay, I'm not promoting this, at, like saying that her, Joe Exotic's dad should have like, beat him for being gay or send him to a gay camp or just not talk to him i'm not saying that but mm-hmm. i would think that that would be more common than like it's just a little odd to just be, be like all right joe get in here shake my hand in front of your mom and say that you'll never come to my funeral like that was just a really like almost it's almost like he was trolling him but like in a very dark way mm-hmm. so because of that joe draw when he gets older drives his car off of a bridge and broke his back which put him down into Florida, I believe, um, where he was rehabilitating. And the neighbor, I guess, used to have like a zoo or something like that. So the neighbor would bring Joe like these baby monkeys and cubs to to bottle feed. And that is where Joe, I guess, developed his love for kitty cats and other animals. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it kind of seemed genuine at first. Um, By episode one, uh, it seems like he has a love for the animals, but by the time you get to episode six or what'd you say, is it six or seven? Seven. Yeah, seven's the last one. By the time you get there, you'll be like, okay, this dude, you know, your mind I mean, might change. You got you got a feel for him though, man. I mean, you got to think, <clears throat> I mean, I know like, you know, towards the end, you know, he changed, but you know, he, he only changed because Carol pushed him to that point. None of right. this would have been an issue if Carol didn't make it an issue. You know, he you got to think about how much money this dude's spending on food and shit a day for his tigers. Not and much. Then <laughs> and then he's paying court fees and shit. Yeah, you know, that... but I mean, what? He says it's $3,000 a month to feed one cat. 3000 a year. 3000 his... a year. 
for his... one for one cat, and he had over two hundred animals. Yeah, two hundred and twenty-seven tigers. He said that. Uh, well, he had, I guess, lots that had some cows on them. Um, just like a few cows. Uh, and then also he said he would be in contact with a state trooper who would like notify him when like there was deer that was killed on the side of the road. But then the best part was the fucking, the Walmart expired meat truck. (laughs) That that, That uh, was the best, which I don't know if they got into that in the first episode, but I just felt like that was worth mentioning. Um, just to kind of, you know, get you, uh, an idea of what to look forward to or whatever. But um, so spoiler alert: Don't buy food at zoos. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. If you go to oh zoo, yeah, don't eat the food there. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna. That's all I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna throw anything else out after that. Spoiler alert: No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. So uh, man, I'm trying. Oh, fuck, I need to fuck. You know what? Maybe this weekend I'm gonna try to get the time limit extended to more than just 45 minutes. I'm gonna do an hour. But anyways. I'm trying to run through these topics real quick so we can get to the end of the episode. But uh, yeah, so, so Doc Antle is this. Uh, his name is Bhagavan Doc Antle, and he looks like this. Uh, this hippie polygamist dude. This um, that he looks uh, like John. I think he looks like John Travolta from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> kind of with gray you know, hair, with like the the long hair back, comb back. He's got the goatee. I mean, I know he doesn't have the goatee, but um. Just like how he is in that scene, like when when they're dancing and you know he takes the girl back to her house and everything after she ODs. It it was hilarious. Um, it was hilarious how uh, at, he was like <clears throat> telling the director like, "All right, all right, I'm gonna go in my house and y'all go up to my door and knock on it and I'll let you in and kind of show." Like he was basically directing his own shit <laughs> mm-hmm. when they got to that point. Yeah. But yeah, so Joe said, or Doc spends ten thousand a year on um, feeding, I guess, a tiger, and uh, then Joe, you know, it flashes Joe saying he has uh, spends three thousand, um, and that it would take thirty cows a day if he uh, fed the tigers nothing but cows. Which mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of made me think that you know that might not actually be the worst thing to do, like as far as like if you had grass, because I don't know, that's kind of like the circle of life. If you had a whole bunch of cows on a pasture you just let a cow go and then let the tiger fucking have that like each you know tiger fucking have at it Mm -hmm. but um so joe also was going to like not even high schools man joe was going to like elementary schools and talking to elementary school kids i don't know why like maybe just because he had the zoo but he's going to elementary school kids talking to them about not to do drugs (laughs) and like they had this video of 2004 where they're like don't do drugs, kids, because drugs make your teeth rot out, uh, and they make you ugly, and then you'll have no friends. <laughs> and it's and then it's they like fast a picture of John. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His husband. Got three teeth. <laughs> and one is front left, and the other is front right, and the other one is like way back left. <laughs> poor, poor guy, man. Poor he's, got, guy. he's got he's got te- his teeth fixed now, though, man. You know, hey. You know, I don't want to ruin what the guy's doing with his life, but hey, he's not, you know, he's in a better place than Joe, we'll say that. Yeah, dude, I mean... His situation's better than Joe's. <laughs> I'd like to review each one of these episodes. That shit would be funny. Dude, but, I'm uh... so down, dude. I mean, it's it's crazy, dude. Everyone's going to love it. I mean, this is all everyone's talking about. So, we got like four minutes left. Um, So, at one point... 
there's uh people or they were going to the malls. Joe, Joe Exotic was going to malls and doing these cub petting shows, and they had 14 people crammed in sem- in a semi truck with the animals. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Carol Baskins, that bitch, as Joe would say, uh, hired someone to like basically do some PI work and follow Joe around and figure out which malls like he was going to, and they they would call the uh, Carol Baskins would use her like social media following and get all these emails sent to these malls being like. You know, don't have the don't have this guy here. It's uh like I basically like shaming them for having just the bashing cup him, yeah, saying like he sells baby cubs. Joe Exotic's bad. He's a bad influence. Like he shouldn't like be around kids. Shit like that. She would just use her community to to make him look bad and make him lose out on money and you know basically cut out on his business is what she would do. Dude, fucking, um, that's exactly what she would do. And so, yeah, it gets really personal, um, starting out in episode one. His little leg brace, though, his little leather leg brace. <laughs> with yeah, his, he's always <laughs> Yeah, with his limp. Like, I feel like there's times that he wasn't limping. Like, I feel like he sometimes puts it on, like. He's like... on meth, bro. He's not feeling shit. <laughs> you can tell when he's on meth because his sunglasses are on. <laughs> yeah that one dude eric he always uh always had the glasses on bro. oh every time they talked to him dude he was smoking the cigarette every time with these glasses in the shade so you couldn't even see his face mm-hmm. i know what's going on behind those shades bro You're that's people- the craigslist guy i mean come on why else are you looking for a job on craigslist let's not beat around the bush dude eric looks like his weekly diet was uh a gram of meth and one Tic Tac for the whole week. <laughs> Seriously, that dude was eating the meat off the truck. <laughs> you know, the employees did. That's crazy. You know, they would they would take the meat off that truck. That is disgusting. Just kill me now. That's so, why I out. So did, did you see where they were talking about like um on like the Today or one of these like night uh talk show TV shows, they had like they're showing that uh, people have been posing with tigers for Tinder and like okay Cupid, like it was some sort of trend for people to be posing with like tigers in these. Yeah, baby yeah, yeah, I it's did see weird. that. I mean, I don't, I don't use that shit like <laughs> any at, at this point at this age of my life or whatever. I'm not saying I never will again, but uh, yeah, no, I don't go on Tinder, so I never really saw it. But uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. They had all these people's Tinder profile pictures with with tigers and tiger cubs. But uh, so Doc Antle, his um. Uh, he was like a, a hippie cowboy, but he said that he went to Yogaville, which was in Buckingham, Virginia. And I wanted to look up this place because I've never even heard of Yogaville before. I think mm-hmm. Buckingham's probably in Western Virginia, but uh, I don't know. I thought that was crazy. Also, Doc, um, he yeah, like they refer to Ohio too in the documentary, which y- yes, they do. Um, Zanesville, Ohio. Actually, uh, my girlfriend's one of her friends, or actually two of her friends, are actually from that area. Which is yeah, that's pretty. Oh, that's pretty wild, dude. Uh, Doc was saying how he has like five hundred movies across the world that his tigers have been used in. Uh, Ace Ventura, The Jungle Book, Doctor Doolittle, Mighty Joe Young. So he says five hundred, but he lists like five. So I don't know <laughs> what that's all about. Um. Joe Joe uh, Exotic was saying that by the time the Cubs are six weeks, you could make a hundred thousand dollars off them. So at this point, you know this is towards the end of the episode. You should really be realizing that there's like money into it, and the lifespan is really 
only up until 12 weeks. By the time they get it to 12 weeks, they're too dangerous to have around people for a cub petting. And there's no regulation like on this shit. So people are making $100,000, you know, off of one cub if you have the right setup. And the lifespan basically is 12 weeks until you got to stick them in like a fucking crate or shoot them or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's so sad to watch them just pacing around. That was one thing that was so sad, man, just yeah, to watch dude. them pacing. It's like the sad Sarah McLaughlin commercials, man. <laughs> On man, I mean, you just see the, the tigers; they're just like staring at you, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" But then, like, they look so loving, like when they're like when they're with the keepers and Joe and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, oh my god, dude, they're like laying with them, just like rubbing their belly and shit like that. And you know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I like I like hairy animals. I got a hairy cat at home. I love cats man yeah she's a long-haired cat and you know i love it and dude i could only imagine rubbing like a tiger dude that would be like the softest thing in the world i'd have to put my face on its belly dude i'd have to <laughs> you know oh my god i'd love it hey it would be cool but i mean i think that the uh the reason why these animals is because i mean first of all that's all they know and second that's the person that feeds them you know what i mean <laughs> don't bite the hand that feeds you so i think and I mean, you'll see in later episodes, there are definitely tigers that do attack them. But uh, so we're getting close to our uh, our time limit. But I did want to talk about the um, Zanesville, Ohio, where this dude released uh, one baboon, three mountain lions and 18 tigers. Oh, his- yeah. <laughs> and out, out of his backyard, you know, and the cops and everything, you know, they shot him. They killed him, you know. And the guy said that he did it on purpose, you know, when they arrested him. Dude, when the cop when the cop says, uh like 18 tigers like he says like he's like and 18 tigers and he like looks at the camera and he has like this crazy look face like i can't believe this shit <laughs> Dude, yeah I, I i forgot about that i forgot that's what what happened there that's just uh, crazy. Dude, we had, i mean oh how it's crazy dude we had harambe in cincinnati dude really oh god remember the monkey that with that little kid the when one the that kid killed went the- in, yeah, the one that killed the kid that was in Cincinnati, Ohio, dude. Ohio's got some crazy shit with these animals, dude. I'm telling I th- you. I think the parent killed the kid in that circumstance. <laughs> yeah, the parent. That's a terrible parent. That parent should be locked up because she let her kid go in Play a with monkey pen. <laughs> kidding me? This isn't fucking Donkey Kong. This is real life. Poor kid to have such stupid parents. But uh, all right. So hopefully, I can we can get this in. I don't know how far we can go over the time limit, but Joe was saying that uh. Uh, to CBS when CBS was like interviewing him, he was saying that if anyone tries to take my animals, uh, he's like, yeah, it is a ticking time bomb. Because if anyone tries to come in here and take my animals, it's going to be a small Waco. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the CBS dude was like, oh, that's a pretty heavy statement. Yeah, like <laughs> this guy's going to shoot up everybody. <laughs> oh, dude! And then Joe made a, a pact with John Rinky. Say, or they made a pact with each other, saying if they uh, kill each other, right? Yeah, that, that they would shoot each other. And I'm like, how the fuck do you shoot each other at the same time and guarantee the other person's gonna die? Like, what do they you do? had like, the bullets with their names written on them. Remember, sharpied on them. Their yep. names were sharpied on them. Yup, that shit is crazy, dude. Dude, that that's that's a life, bro. That's commitment. So the episode pretty much ends with, uh, you know, Joe saying like some eerie shit like, uh, before you bring me down, it's my belief that you will stop breathing, uh, talking to Carol Baskins. He also ships uh, snakes 
to Carol Baskins in the mail, which I think he probably had someone just drop him off in the mailbox. He probably didn't actually ship it because that mm-hmm. probably would, you know, get him caught. But yeah, so that was kind of crazy. Um, and then he gets like some hundred rounds of two, two, three at the end. And then the gun uh, store salesman's like, uh, do you need any explosives today? <laughs> today? He buys it at Walmart. First of all, let's, let's get that. Let's get that cleared. He's buying these explosives over the counter at Walmart. Dude, is dynamite legal in Ohio? What the fuck? Or Oklahoma? You can't even buy fireworks in Ohio, dude. <laughs> no way. I, I can't. It just blows my mind that he bought it at Walmart. <laughs> of all places, Walmart. Hey, Wally World. But uh, so, yeah. You, that's, uh, what were you going to say, bro? No, I was just agreeing with you. The type of shit you see at Walmart, man. Yeah, it's the fucking people of Walmart. So the ep- <laughs> the episode basically ends with uh, Joe calling from the Grady County Jail and saying, you know why animals die in cages? It's because their soul dies. <laughs> and he's like, he says, uh, before it's over with, I'm going to shut down everybody. And uh, that's pretty much how the episode ends. Um, and then in the credits, he's uh, promoting his uh, Tiger King skincare. I don't know if you saw that part. <laughs> yeah, he's got condoms. He's got everything. <laughs> yes well we did it bro we made it through the entire first episode of tiger king uh so that's pretty much the interesting parts of it that gives you guys a synopsis um or a good review funny review hopefully if you've already seen it um but smoke blunt thank you for doing this with me uh would you like to do a part two at some point later maybe next week or something i'm down dude i love the tiger king hell yeah and get him free dude if i dude the, the, you know, a quick thing before we go, man. It's crazy that this documentary came out because when this shit was going on, like in 2012, 2014, like, how come I never heard about this shit on the news? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the guy ran for president. You know, <laughs> I've never alert. heard anything about that. I mean, it's crazy. You know, I, I, did, I don't know how they hid that from, like, the general public, you know. It's a conspiracy, man. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. They only want you to know about it now. All right, well, Strictly Bake, thank you for uh, listening in on our antics. <laughs> Dude, I don't sound know like, shit about the Tiger King, man. You sound like Bane over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't... He can't hear himself. It's all no, good. you're good, bro. Um, show, he is Shoshan, the elegant, the Tiger King. But all right, guys. Time to get off and play some RuneScape or something. Peace. Peace.